Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to Real Presence Live. We are broadcasting this morning from Virginia, Minnesota. We're at Holy Spirit Catholic Church. My name is Ben Frost. I'm your host today, and I'm here with Father Brandon Moravitz, co-hosting uh, with me. And Father, we've got an awesome show. You know, we we always have uh, amazing shows and, and incredible guests, but today uh, we have kind of a link between all of our guests. And I've really been looking forward uh, to this show because we have a little bit of history with our guests today. And so I'm going to hand it over to you to let people know what we're doing this morning. Yeah, it's great to be back online. It's been a while since we've had a show here on Real Presence Radio and uh, today, I, I'm, I'm excited for all that we have in store for us over these next couple hours. Um, for our listeners out there, just keep an open heart. Um, and today will be a great reminder how God is in the midst of the storms of our lives. And that when we don't even know it, often He is working. And then He presents Himself to us in a way that brings healing and hope and joy. And that if we as a people respond to that gentle voice to serve and to help others, um, God can do incredible things. Um, and so today we're going to hear, hear a little bit about um, an incredible organization um, called The Best Christmas Ever, um, and uh, an organization that I heard about about four years ago for the first time, and it's been an organization that I've been able to get our parish around and motivated to serve others in our local area, um, and I'm excited for us just to hear a little bit about Best Christmas Ever, um, what that program is all about and what that organization's about, and then we also have... Um, Mandy Davidson here in studio with us, um, who was a recipient of a Best Christmas Ever experience. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today. So, uh, Mandy, it's good to have you here. Um, and I'm just wondering if you could just, just briefly just introduce yourself. Where are you from? What you do? Um, and uh, just tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. Hi. Thanks, everyone, for having me. Um, my name is Mandy Davidson. Uh, I am a recipient of the Best Christmas Ever, which was phenomenal. So we'll go into that in a little bit. But... Um, I am from Duluth, Minnesota. Uh, I have two fantastic kids. I have an eight-year-old Jackson and a four-year-old Georgia. Um, I am a branch manager for Wells Fargo. I've been there for about 13 years, and I absolutely love it. Um, I'm pretty busy. You know, uh, kids keep me super busy, uh, especially with uh, sports and things. And a four-year-old little girl running around keeps me busy, and... Yeah, it's good. Great. It's great yeah. to have you here. And let's, um, let's kind of get right after it here. You know, um, about four years ago, uh, I had somebody that I was uh, a friend with that called me and said that she had heard about this organization called Best Christmas Ever and that she volunteered to be a part of it. Um, and she knew I was a Catholic priest, and she called and asked if our church would help her um, get around uh, supporting a woman in our local area that actually had cancer at that time. And she was a young mom uh, with, I believe, three children and was going through some horrible, horrible treatments at the Mayo and financially needed a ton of help and was just struggling. And so I naturally said, sure, I'll give this a shot. And I started learning about Best Christmas Ever. Um, and our parish started rallying around this uh, young woman named Lacey, this young mom. 
And we ended up getting her a car, and we ended up helping pay for a bunch of her medical bills. And the coolest thing about it was she had no idea we even existed as a parish. All right, she didn't even know who we were. And we were here two hours away, and we just rallied as a parish, and we just started praying for this young mom and her children. And, and then one day we just showed up at her doorstep, complete strangers, knocking on the door. And I got to admit I was a little anxious, wondering how this was going to go. And me and about 25 of her friends and family and people from our church just showed up at her door, and we utterly surprised her um, with the best Christmas ever um, as a way to bring light into her darkness, to bring joy into her sorrow. Um, and it was such an incredible experience that two years later, I made a decision that we as a parish would find another person that we could rally around secretly and quietly and then surprise um, this past Christmas. And that's why Mandy's here today, because Mandy happened to be the person that God put before us, that we had an opportunity as a parish to surround and love and bring some light and some hope into the darkness that Mandy was facing. Um, ben, I don't know if you remember anything about uh, kind of getting that process started, um, as Ben works here at the parish, and um, I'm sure well, at one I point I ran into Ben's office all oh, excited yes. and something happened. Oh, a father regularly comes into my office very excited with lots of ideas, and, <laughs> but he comes in, he's like, I really want to do Best Christmas uh, again this year, and, and there's a whole process where there's a uh, we reach out and engage with the Best Christmas organization, and and uh, and many people are nominated all throughout, uh, not just the state, but I think throughout the Midwest. And and uh, so he was super excited. And then it was beautiful just to see uh, through that process people starting to come forward and saying, "Yes, I want to be a part of this." I know Father just started to say, "Hey, we're looking at doing this." And then the people in the community are like, "Yes, let's do this. Let's make this happen." And and some pretty uh, key people stepped forward and said, "We're going to work together." And uh, and I just remember, you know, that process of you guys starting to look at different applications and seeing, you know, who's out there and how beautiful that was in speaking with some of these people on this committee because you're reading through these stories and your heart is just like. Oh, you just want to help people. You just and you're reading through and thinking, someone out of this bunch, we're going to be Christ to. Someone uh, reading through these stories, we're going to be able to enter into their lives and to love them. And uh, so, in the midst of all of that, and, and with that committee and with Father, um, through that process, that's how eventually. Uh, we came uh, across Mandy's story, and I'll turn it over to you, Father. Yeah, and Mandy, I, maybe um, I know you just did a little brief introduction of yourself. Um, I know about a year ago, roughly, um, there started to be some difficulties that you ended up having to face, and and maybe we could just start there. Um, just uh, some of the, some of those those circumstances, maybe that that led to um, your cousin Nick actually nominating you for your best Christmas ever experience. Yeah, sure. Um... You know, I, I thought about uh, what I would go over here with you guys today, and, and I just said, you know, I'm going to speak from the heart, and I'm going to be really honest. Um, uh, I had a house fire on November 3rd. Um, we lost everything. Uh, prior to that, I had been going through some struggles with, uh, with my husband at the time, and, um, and, and it, was, it was ugly. It was dark, and then the house fire happened on November 3rd, and um, wow, rock bottom hit. It was pretty hard. So, uh, you, me and my kids ended up living in a hotel um, up until best Christmas ever. Uh, but it was it was a uh, it was a rough road. But I, I kind of went into robot mode at the time. Um, I, I knew that I had to still take care of my kids, and we had to keep going. And uh, there wasn't this downtime for me to think about how hard it was at the time um, until nighttime hit every single night. It would be a struggle for me. 
uh, I would, you know, I would uh, put my kids to sleep in the hotel we were living in, and um, I would just pray. <laughs> I'd pray and I'd pray and I'd pray, and it got tiring, you know, night overnight, going, "When is this going to change? When's our luck going to change a little bit? And when's my prayers going to be heard?" And um, yeah, and it, it got to be tough. And my cousin Nick had heard, who doesn't, who I never get to see very often. So it was a great, great thing that we were able to connect and he heard my story. So Yeah, and so what, here's what's happening uh, is, is Mandy has, her, she loses everything. I mean, everything's burnt to the ground. You can imagine how tragic that is um, and how difficult that is for her and her children and then going through some different struggles in her marriage and things like, like this. And we're here in Virginia praying, like, who should we rally around? All right. God knows Mandy's situation. God knows the life of our parish and the generosity and the, 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 the spirit that's here. And in a wild way, as only God can do, he orchestrated our connecting. And again, Mandy had no clue that... I get goosebumps as I'm talking about this. Mandy had no clue it was happening. And it was, it was a neat thing. Mandy's cousin, Nick, who's going to be on the show later... He had, he had posted something on a social media page saying, my cousin just had her house burned down. Will anybody, like, help? And they kind of put a GoFundMe page thing up, and, and not a whole lot was happening. And I saw it, and my heart just started, like, burning. And it was like, this is it. And I quickly called Nick, and I said, Nick, you need to nominate Mandy for the best Christmas ever. And Nick's like, what is it? He didn't have a clue. And so I started explaining it to Nick. And Nick's like, okay, sounds awesome. I'll, I'll give it a try. And so Nick went ahead and, 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 and started filling out that application. And then Mandy and her family ended up being on the whole big nomination list for best Christmas ever. And so then our team looked at all of these and decided that we were going to rally around Mandy. Now, again, she's living in a hotel. She's struggling, suffering, crying, having a hard time. You heard that, like, asking God, like, when are you going to answer but he was answering. She just didn't know it at the time. All right? And so here at our parish side of things, we started rallying people. We started saying, hey, we started painting the picture of this young mom who lost her home and was struggling. And, and we started sharing her story. And our people just started mm-hmm. going nuts. There was just an energy here. And, and this often happens during the Advent season in our Catholic life. And Advent is a time for us to like, think about like, our blessings and our gifts and how we can help others. And, and, we, and people just stepped up. And I, I remember things unfolding. And Nick will talk about this later because he knew this was all happening. And his mind was blown. Every day there was someone coming forward. And we started a registry at Target, and we had hundreds and hundreds of items. Imagine you lost everything in your house, the most basic needs you don't have. And people from our parish, they had that whole registry bought within like a week. We went uh, to try to pick stuff up, and like the whole thing was done. Like, well, what else are we going to get? Or like people were so generous and wanting to get behind the family. So, And, and, and then all of a sudden, uh, someone came forward and said, why don't we like find an apartment? Why don't we get her a place for a year? And, and, and I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And, and I mean, it's just the ideas in people's minds. So we, we started looking around and I remember I was looking at houses. I was looking at different places. Then we found out kind of where Maddie worked and we tried finding a place close to that. It was a little easier for her getting our kids to school and all these sorts of things. And all of a sudden this place came available and we said, let's get that apartment and let's rent it for a whole year for her. So she doesn't have to pay for any rent for a whole year. Let's just take care of that. And then, then the creativity came and people were like, we can decorate the whole place. We can furnish the whole place. And the energy just kept building and building and building here. And so without Mandy knowing, it was funny. We were right across the street from her work. And there we were. We were decorating our house. We were setting it up for Christmas. We, were, we had a company in Virginia that donated all the furniture to furnish the whole place. Um, and we were there like secretly going in, setting this whole place up. And then one night, Mandy shows up. And she has no clue who we are. And we have this beautiful surprise. 
Um, and I know we're jumping ahead pretty quick, but do you want to talk a little bit about that experience? Yeah, absolutely. Um, gosh, you know, uh, the, the whole experience, they completely surprised me that night. I was so excited. Um, I had no idea that this even these people existed, which was phenomenal. Um, the story itself is, you know, it's, it's definitely uh, exciting. I ran into my cousin Nick going to dinner that night at the Crooked Pint, and uh, he was there to surprise me, which was totally funny. Here I was shocked to see my cousin Nick in Duluth. who doesn't, He doesn't live in Duluth, so it was just shocking. Here he convinces me and my kids to go sing some Christmas carols for some people that were down on their luck. He said, you know, can you help me out and sing some Christmas carols for these people at this apartment that I know? And I said, heck yeah, let's go. You know, let's go surprise them. Here they bring me all the way up in the elevator. I'm going to knock on this door that is to this apartment for these people that, you know, needed, needed a little, che- you know, cheer me up, Christmas spirit. The door opens, their lights are off. Um, there's just a Christmas tree lit. And they walk me into the apartment, and I look around, and there's pictures of my kids. And my heart just dropped, and I instantly started crying. And and then, of course, everybody came out of the rooms, and I didn't know who any of these people were, and they kept coming out and handing me gifts and hugging me, and I was so confused. (laughs) You know, what the heck is going on? And it was was, truly life-changing. Yeah. I remember the anticipation in that apartment. We had we had set everything up. We'd been working hard, and and we were hiding in rooms. And Mandy came in with her cousin Nick, and I remember we were all just praying. And I happened to be with Mandy's mom and dad in the same room, and I remember just watching them, and they were so moved. I mean, you could just see the emotions like just busting out. And imagine as a parent, you know, struggling, seeing your daughter struggle, and see these people enter into this situation, and it felt like just this unity. There was this great unity, and and faith and it was just tangible in that apartment that night and it was strangers coming together but with a purpose of service and bringing light into the darkness and man it was just an incredible night of just people being together and just celebrating the gift of God so in a nutshell that's kind of just I mean we could go on and on but that's the just of the story um, and in just a minute we're going to take a break and we're going to bring back um, some of the best Chris, a, a staff member from Best Christmas Ever to talk a little bit about that um, and, and exactly what they do and then we'll get back to Mandy's story a little bit later in the show so don't go away uh, make sure you stay with us yeah so if you're just tuning in we're uh, we're listening to real presence live this morning we're sitting down with mandy davidson a recipient of best christmas ever and throughout our day today we're going to be uh talking about christmas that's our theme today with best christmas ever i know it's only september uh but we've got a great show and we are looking forward to uh to the to all our guests ahead and so stay with us we're going to be right back we're going to go to break and then we're going to continue our conversation uh, with mandy and other people connected to best christmas ever so stay with us we'll be right back stay with us there's more real presence live to come on the real presence radio network Gracious and loving God, we thank you for the gift of our priests. Through them, we experience your presence in the sacraments. Help them to be strong in their vocation. Set their souls on fire with love for your people. Grant them the wisdom, understanding, and strength they need to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. Each week, Real Presence Radio honors a priest in our listening area with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Nominate your priest at realpresenceradio.com and tune in to hear more about these holy men of God. 
we have all lost someone to the reality of death, some more tragic than others. I'm Father Chris Alar. While grieving is a natural process, it helps if you know how to navigate your way through it. As my friend Sammy Wood says, you can never get over a tragic loss, but you can get through it. Come to know the stages of grief, which are acute, integrated, and complicated grief. Seek help whenever needed, either from a friend or especially from medical professionals. There is no shame in asking for help. Remember, Jesus accepted the help of his followers while bearing the weight of the cross on his way to Calvary. Don't go it alone. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back to Real Presence Live this morning. I'm Ben Frost, your host today, sitting here with uh, Father Brandon Moravitz, co-hosting with me. And we are continuing our conversation this morning with Mandy Davidson. She's a recipient of the Best Christmas Ever initiative and uh yeah it's been an awesome morning so far just kind of recalling actually it's been fun for me because it's like you kind of relive some of those emotions and experiences and uh before we went to break here we were talking a little bit about that experience of you know mandy arriving the day uh the day that she received this this great gift from our parish Uh, but mandy i want to actually uh turn it back over to you because i know actually um Prior to that day, and even into that day, you were kind of experiencing some things and and uh, uh, emotions, and I just want to uh, throw it back to you to maybe uh, let our listeners know about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's uh, that, that's a big piece of this for me. Um, this whole life changing event uh, up until the, that that evening where everybody surprised me. Um, I, I, like I had said, I was going through some dark times and. I just really, really, really kept uh, praying and praying and praying. I mean, lots of tears and lots of praying. Uh, And I just got to that point, and it was the day of. It it was actually the evening before everybody surprised me. I dropped to my knees, and boy, I I thought that was it. I hit rock bottom, and I didn't know if I could go on anymore. And that morning... I went on with my day and my routine, and I got the kids to school and went to my work, and I was uh, lucky enough to go uh, go to lunch with a good friend. He said, hey, you know, let's catch up. I want to take you to pizza. And we did, and uh, gosh, we had a really heartfelt lunch, and there was he, lots of tears over pizza that day, and I said, I just don't, I don't know if I can go on anymore. I'm, I'm tough, but I don't know. If I'm not this tough, you know? I, I don't know. I, I left that lunch feeling completely 
done. I drove to the hotel and I said, I can't leave. I, 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 I'm at rock bottom now. This is it. And I sat there and had a real good talk with God that day by myself. And my girlfriend had called me and said, let's take the kids to Bentleyville. And um, I said, you know, I'm, I just can't do it. I'm not up for it. I, I'm having a really, really hard day. And she said, nope, 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 you're doing it. You're, I'm coming. I'm, you get those kids ready, and we're going to go. And she showed up at my door and said, we're going to we're gonna go get a bite to eat at the Crooked Pint. And I said, oh, the Crooked Pint. I'm not up for anything. I don't want to see anybody. She's like, I got these coupons, and we need to use them. <laughs> and I said, well, coupons? I don't really. Okay, fine. We got to go to the Crooked Pint and use these coupons. <laughs> and so we uh, pull up, and like I said, I was just in a funk. I, uh, I didn't know if I could even be in a good mood, but you know, it, I was going to do it. We're going to go use these coupons up. <laughs> and so we pull into the parking lot and, um, and I get out and I'm walking in and, and I see this, this van pull up and a whole bunch of kids getting pulled out. And, and it's my cousin, Nick, who doesn't live in Duluth, Minnesota. So it was very odd to see him yep. in the parking lot of Crooked Pine. I went, what are you doing here? And it was exciting. And we're hugging each other. And he kind of looked at me like a little off, like, oh, no, like, you're here. <laughs> and I was like, you're here. This is exciting. And I said, well, what are you doing here? He says, well, we're going to eat. But we're actually uh, in town to surprise somebody that lives in these, you know, the apartments up above. And they've had a really, really tough year. And. I'd really love if you, maybe you could come up and surprise them with us and maybe sing a song. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's funny hearing from Mandy's. It's funny hearing from Mandy's perspective because at this point, as Mandy's pulling into the parking lot, this this restaurant is connected to the apartment complex, and as she's pulling in, we're all up in her her new apartment and we're getting things ready and we're like wondering when she's going to show up and we had orchestrated with her cousin Nick actually to show up at the place and somehow like pretend he was eating at the same place and get her to the apartment (laughs) and we didn't know how it was going to work and Nick was so afraid he was driving from International Falls what if he shows up and Mandy's eating with her friends like how's he going to tell her leave your food and come up to this apartment (laughs) and so we're like we're just Lord we entrust this all to you and your providence and and God's providence honest to goodness they basically pull up in the same parking spot together at the exact same moment and it made things so much easier because they never even got into the restaurant. They just saw each other and Nick played it like, whoa, and Mandy was surprised and then Nick played it and said, let's go up and check out this apartment. And I I, I really love uh, this reality about Mandy's heart too. She talked about that day, she was so broken. But then it gave her an opportunity to go up and help somebody else and that's what she thought she was doing and she just said, yes, of course. Like, even in her brokenness, she still was thinking about the reality of helping another. And I love that part of the story, all right? That even in our brokenness, we can still say yes to loving others and to serving others. And Mandy witnessed that so beautifully. And then sure enough, she walks up, she walks in, we surprise her with all this, you know, like, and, and, and it was amazing. It was, it was, it was the, roof, the whole apartment was dark, there's Christmas lights, we had a little bit of music playing, and we put together a slideshow that, that she didn't know what was going on, and we started playing this slideshow, and it was pictures of parishioners that were wrapping presents and, and getting things, and then we had pictures of us setting up the apartment, and again, she, she's just sitting in an empty room with some people, and she's watching these slides, and she, again, she doesn't even know we're in the room at this point. 
Um, but I think slowly things started connecting that something was going on. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, Nick brought me in, uh, sat me down on the couch and just said, watch this. And he had me watch the slideshow. And beautiful music was playing. It was Lauren Daigle, Rescue Me, which was just, you know, heart-wrenching in mm. itself. But And as the slideshow ended, it the, the bedroom doors opened. And I had no idea that everybody was there. Mm. Not a clue. So everybody just came walking out of these bedrooms and hugging us and, and handing us these Christmas presents presence and I, I just couldn't stop crying yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was phenomenal my kids kept looking at me going what's going on and <laughs> you know, why are you crying and yeah. I knew well and actually you brought up that that song I will rescue you from Lauren Daigle and I remember uh, you speaking at one of our community centers here uh, last year and that was really moving for me because I hear your story and you were just on your knees like praying to God and the reality is like God is real, and he is faithful, and he is present to us, and he answers our prayers. And, and it seems to me that song by Lauren Daigle was significant in the midst of all this story, not only for you, but I think actually um, uh, with Father Brandon as well. And so, Do you remember a little bit of, of that story about uh, the, why the, those words, like, I will rescue you, why they were important in your story? Oh, so important. Um, I, I specifically remember in so, one of my prayers to God asking him to send me send me something, send me help, said, I need help. I need it. And, and it was, it was moving. And, and in my mind, that song played and I had never heard that song ever. Yeah. And it played. And I went later that evening after everyone left and I got to sit in the apartment that night, I thought about that song and I thought, God not only sent me help, but he sent an army of people to rescue mm-hmm. us. Like yeah. it was, it really, truly happened. And it was a real miracle. So yeah. it really, truly happened. Yeah, it's amazing how that all came about, too, is that the la- as soon as we had finished getting Mandy's apartment already, you know, again, she doesn't know about this, we had left and we were getting ready to go back to Virginia. And I got in my car and I was driving back to Virginia by myself. And as, as soon as I got in my car on the parking ramp where the apartment is, this I Will Rescue You song came on. And, like... I just started weeping in my car because it was first it was a woman singing and she was just talking about her aloneness and her brokenness but yet crying out to God and that he will send an army to rescue and like these are the words and again I don't know Mandy at all at this point I I you know I don't even know what her prayer is I mean and she's praying that God would send her people to help her and this song just moved my heart and I was like this is it like and I and and I, so I said that we got to play it that night and so that night we revealed everything we played that song and then that ends up touching Mandy's heart because it's you know the Lord used that song to speak to her that in her crying out God did rescue and sent an army to help her um, and, it, and it's just it's an incredible incredible way in which God works things out when we're faithful to Him yeah um, it's, it's 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 quite remarkable Mandy do you remember so we've kind of uh, remembered. Uh, the story of how that night unfolded. And I'm just curious, like after the chaos, the beautiful chaos that it is, and you have all these people from Virginia, Minnesota that you don't know, and they just, uh, they welcome you into this new apartment and there's these gifts. I'm just curious, after all the commotion and the people kind of like move away, like what was going through like your mind that night? You know, you're there with your kids, you're in a new apartment. Um, Do you remember kind of like what was going through your mind and on your heart that night after you were able to kind of take a deep breath and be like, okay, now there's not a hundred (laughs) people in my new apartment. Oh yeah. I remember that night very clearly. Um, I I was able to tuck my kids into their own beds that night. Mm -hmm. And wow, that was, 
that was just oh so hard on my heart that night i watched them fall asleep they were so excited to get comfy pajamas on and slide into their beds and they fell asleep and i remember just sitting there with that christmas tree on lit it was dark in the apartment and i looked around and i I just kind of took a big deep breath and i was like this is not real this can't be real this i looked around it just didn't seem like ours i we didn't i didn't feel like it was we deserved it um it was shocking. It took me a long time to go, this is happening. This happened. <laughs> it was really a weird feeling, but so thankful. Yeah. So thankful. And then on top of that, Father, maybe a question for you is, I know you experienced so much love and generosity, but I remember after this large group that went to Duluth and participated in this, when they came back, their experience was pretty profound. And even the ones that didn't go to Duluth, there was just such people that were moved by this whole experience. And Father, I just want you to speak to that. Yeah, and that's why, I mean, we're going to talk about this in the next segment. Any churches that are out there listening, pastors, priests, people, like this is an incredible experience that, that any church can be a part of in all of the Midwest where you can actually be, you can cooperate with Best Christmas Ever. There's a lot of Mandy's out there right now. Maybe this Christmas your church can rally to help other people. And this is the beauty is that ripple effect of what can happen. And that's my hope for this show because it transformed our parish because we gave an avenue and opportunity for people just to give and to support and to love and to be charitable. You know, so often in our churches, we have bingos to pay for the roof, you know, and we have fundraisers to pay the heating bills and we become very like self-serving. And, but yet Christ says, go out. And so this is a perfect opportunity to get out of yourself and to do something for others. And that brings life to the parish. That brings life to your churches. And it did it here. Amen. Well, up next, it isn't even December yet, but we'll be talking about the best Christmas ever. Stay tuned to hear more about an organization that serves families who've fallen on hard times. We'll be right back. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 